This is the Monocast, all about open source marketing automation with Montic. And here is your host, Eki Gamble. Yes, it is. This is the Monocast. Welcome back. And this is Leon. Hi, Leon. Hey there. How are you doing? Oh, really good. Really good. And, nice. Uh, I'm glad to be back uh, not too long after yeah. the last one. <laughs> and today I'm even gladder, more glad, whatever. I'm very happy gladder. that we have an interview with a good old friend uh, by the name of Joey. Yeah. And we're going to talk about uh, being a member in the Modic project and why you should be that member. Mm -hmm. uh, you, Leon, yes? Yeah, uh, I am already. But you, so. the listener, <laughs> as well. <laughs> okay, stay tuned. Um, we're doing a lot of chit-chat, of course, as well. Um, but let's start with Modic. Tech yeah. maybe, right? Mordic tech, yeah, yeah. I think there are two things that are kind of important. First of all, the 4.4.10 just released today. So we are pretty much on time yeah. for, for the release. And uh, the Mordic 5 beta shouldn't be far off now anyways. Yeah, Any, anything spectacular in 4.4.10? Uh, I don't think, oh, I mean, everything is spectacular. <laughs> but I think a lot of like smaller bug fixes here and there, nothing too crazy just keeping it running yeah. as expected i know there's a little bit of tiny things that, that uh, applies to our projects yeah so, so which i'm to quite see happy about to see yeah. <laughs> yeah and the beta of course is is um a lot advanced from from the previous alpha that yeah. that we saw two months ago sorry around about yeah, yeah. At the moment. uh getting closer finally yeah cool. being being excited yeah let's talk about uh more tech like, like plugins features etc mm -hmm. uh, and we start with with the joomla plugin which finally received an, an overhaul it is now not only supporting modic 4 <laughs> but also joomla 4 so so Back to the <laughs> back to the present, I would say. Yeah. Uh, good thing. <laughs> I, I'm not sure it's released even, but the the PRs there, whoever needs it or wants it for his Joomla project or her Joomla project, can install it now, and it's supposed to work like charm. Yeah, nice. Yeah, maybe we should start working on the Modic Five compatibility for that as well, or maybe Joomla Five. Uh, I am not that much into Joomla. I, don't know. I know that, that for, for Drupal, something is done under the hood. I know mm -hmm. that for Type 3, we're certainly keen to keep things up to date. We're on the latest and greatest Type 3 version now. Yeah. Uh, nice. Modic 5 will be there very soon, I hope. Uh, I hope so, too. With everything we need. Yeah, and then we, we have something from our friends at Accelerant. Do you want to talk about that? Yeah. Um, I think it was called the Retail Marketing Automation Flows. It's based on the, the custom object plugin and it makes use of it at least. And it gives a little bit of presets, I think campaigns, but um, I think you've also read about that and could give a bit more insight. Uh, I, I didn't try it either, but, but it did, <laughs> did indeed write what they said. They, they have a blog, blog post uh, where they describe this plugin, which is indeed uh, like like a preset bundle of things that make sense. So a lot of experience went into that for integrating a shop system, a product list, and so mm -hmm. uh, with, with Mordic, and so you don't have to invent everything from scratch if you are just looking for some inspiration or maybe some starting points. Uh, this is certainly worth looking at it. 
yeah, talking about things worth looking at, um, there's been a major enhancement to the ChatGPT plugin that was presented by John Linnert at the last Modic conference. I think it was on a site Chimpino or something. You could you could actually get that, and he just made them. A lot of improvements, for example, that it now is MGML compatible and it has an editable or is editable in a builder. So just a lot of things that the community pointed out it would be nice to have. He actually now updated and enhanced the plugin, which I quite like and I'm kind of uh, yeah excited to, to test it out myself. Yeah. I mean, it, it's worth mentioning that it's commercial, so so a handful of bucks. Uh, but it is fascinating stuff, and and I, I like the fact that it's now really usable in the in the GraphJS builder. Yeah, so, that's so do cool. I. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Then uh, for some reason, I stumbled upon the Trello plugin by a good friend Adrian at Ivy. Um, it's not new. I think it's has a little bit of enhancements now mm -hmm. uh, but I honestly I forgot about it so I wanted to bring <laughs> it up once again uh, if we want to integrate Mordic with Trello yeah. that's pretty powerful indeed if, if you're using Trello and maybe in your, your sales process um, you can trigger, trigger it directly from here so no, it is, that's, that's nice it's quite mm -hmm. handy Yeah, yeah. For for it's like like a really low uh, barrier CRM <laughs> process. Uh, it's not for everybody, but but for for some, if you are a Soho project, or, <laughs> uh, that's totally cool. I mean, it's 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 so cool to see it in action. Yeah, yeah. yeah talking about cool things, um, I think Joey released his Lasso bundle. It's basically a webhook catcher and enables Mordic to catch and process webhooks. I think we talked about that in Vienna and he already mentioned that it's a bit buggy and he still needs volunteers and he's still looking for them. So if you out there listener are interested in helping out with the Lasso bundle, making Mordic more powerful and enabling it to catch and process webhooks in a smart way, um, yeah, please Go. I think it's on GitHub. Yeah, if we'll I put the remember. link. Yeah, the in link the in the show notes. Show notes well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I even believe it's been around for a while. Um, never really finished. Yeah. Yeah. Currently, not even functional. At least that's what it says. Uh, but it, it is close, and and it would be so cool if you could just create your own webhook on the UI rather than than doing some some hacking and programming yeah. or or uh, doing a real plugin for for this so yeah i love the idea and i sure hope to see it uh in version one uh, <laughs> eventually yeah yeah um we had this modic meetup here in hanover for for the german speaking region and mm -hmm. one of the topics like Honestly, we had, we had 20. You missed it because you yeah. were on vacation. But, but we had <laughs> over 20 topics on, on our board. We did go like like a, a bar camp style. Mm, and, um, nice. We had even more topics that were pitched. But, but uh, we picked like 20 and we, we pushed really hard to, to cover them all in, in parallel tracks and all. And But one, one of the, the expected highlights was the, the whole GDPR things. Mm -hmm. um, of course, Germany and yeah. uh, GPR, <laughs> voilà. um, but one one of the the main topics in there was uh, about link tracking. Mm -hmm. Like like today, um, 
by default, Mordic is tracking every link that's being clicked, uh, yep. and the user, the recipient, can do nothing about it. And uh, if they forward an email, then then the the recipient of the forwarded email will also be tracked and all. True. Yeah. Um, there's been this uh, Mordic disable tracking uh, thing that you can add to a link to disable a specific link to, mm -hmm. from being tracked. I remember. Yeah. 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 Uh, in reality, it's next to impossible to use that in, in the Graves.js builder. So mm -hmm. you really have to go into the source code there to to, uh, yeah. to disable link tracking and it's hard work as well. So so the point was to, to make that way more powerful, to have a global default to be reversed and then um, to have better control of, of exceptions and, and much easier uh, user interface too. And... Um, after the fact, it turned out there is a pretty new um, uh, plugin by the good folks at uh, Content Optimizer. Ah, yeah. The folks with the, the double up double plugin, plugin yeah. right? Uh, which uh, and th that that plugin has multiple ways to control tracking on a personal level. So you, you could define a, a custom field which okay. says yes to track this person or not, or on a per domain or per email level so it's pretty nifty it's, it does not cover all the cases that we identified but it's just really powerful and that uh, maybe it should go into the core even i think yeah sounds very good yeah okay um and then yeah we, we're hmm. this this is all code but it's also um conceptual and then know-how etc and then so let, let's drift into the the area of of know-how a little bit what, one thing that that i found cool was uh, by matisse mm -hmm. um and basically know-how about how to create a a calculated a, a custom token basically mm -hmm. um but he, he turned that now know how into code so that's <laughs> somewhere in the middle there was a forum thread somebody said uh uh, I would love to have a, a token that gives the the uh, bank account number, but only last digits mm -hmm. and everything else may, may be blanked out by stars. So, yeah. so you all know, know that, but how would you do that in Mordic? And Matisse said, yeah, yeah, it's really easy to come up with your own <laughs> calculated token. There are uh, plugins out there who, who let you define uh, your own tokens, but, mm -hmm. but on a static level. Yeah, I think from from Pigeon Pussy or something. There's yeah, yeah, that's, that's one. one. You're right, you're right. Um, but in this case, to have your own log logic, put it into a very simple plugin, um, and voila, there you are. Uh, Matisse gave, gave this example. There is this plugin which was a nice name by uh, uh, Mordic Token Bundle. Pretty mm -hmm. generic. I'm <laughs> not sure where he's going with that. But if you think about creating your own token and, and uh, having it calculated maybe for, from multiple custom fields or from the outside temperature or what have you, um, that's a really good example how easy it is to do that in Mordic. Yeah, very nice yeah. work. It's, a, it's, of course, developer-centric, but if you're not a developer, maybe you can find some dev and uh, they will be able to create that in two hours or so. Sure. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, when we're talking about know-how, etc., I think we cannot come around the Mordic Roundup anymore, which is no longer called Mordic Roundup, but now goes under the name Audientia, if I 
pronounce that correctly? <laughs> I hope it's Orienter. So there's a lot of new blog posts from, from the author since we've checked in in the last episode. For example, how to track email replies from your contact with Mordic um, by our friend Tobias at Orienter. And there's so many different topics that he started to cover. He's really like really a gem to the community at the current state. Yeah, he's on fire. I still don't know who Matthias is. So do I. <laughs> I also, I'm also not sure where this website goes. So it, it now has a legal name. It doesn't use brand Mordic. <laughs> um, one thing that I noticed, he has thing. Uh, this post is for subscribers only. Uh -huh. so, so in the middle of the post, it 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 ends and it says, okay, if you want to read more, if you want to access this asset, you need to be a subscriber. And uh, sure enough, I tried to subscribe, didn't manage to, maybe it was my fault, I tried <laughs> multiple browsers. Uh, to be as if you happen to listen, uh, maybe give me a hint or, or fix it if it, <laughs> if it if it actually is broken. But but uh, keep coming up with, with good stuff, it's it's really cool things. It's, uh, how to track contact email replies mm -hmm. that you mentioned is one of the examples of many uh, uh, poorly covered things where, where just people out there are not using it because they didn't know how. And, and here's a really plain language, but but deeply re re uh, Re re researched, <laughs> re researched, <laughs> researched. Oh, re researched. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, content. Yeah, good yeah. stuff. Cool. Um, and then we have a blog post. I think it's officially from Ruth with support mm. from others. It's about uh, the good old topic of marketing versus transactional. Yeah, good email. old topic. Yeah. yeah, very uh, good. It's still important and it becomes even more important with Modic 5 so mm -hmm. maybe this is a foundation to the news with, that come with Modic 5 so uh, if you're not 100% uh, solid with, with marketing versus trans transactional it's a good read yeah. it's two minutes and it, it's, it gets you to the next level yeah nice oh, I think I've, we covered all the topics except the interview with Joey Do you have any last words before we hop in the interview? Yeah, like always, after the interview, we'll be going to community stuff, of mm -hmm. course. So there's more topics to come for, for now. Uh, I think we're ready to to give it a go. Yeah, nice. Let's go. Go. Cool. Okay. Uh, today, I'm very happy to help uh, to, to welcome a person that you may have heard of if you've been around in the Mordic universe. Welcome to the show, Joey Keller. Hey. Hello, Eki. Actually, welcome back. We've, we've uh, talked before, and uh, I appreciate your coming back. Today, we want to talk about a non-technical thing, and a not even a marketing thing, but about uh, Mordic membership. Um, what's the background of that? Hello, Aki. Thank you for inviting me back. So, the membership's background is... Uh, you know, as Mautic is evolving, evolving and uh, trying to organize itself better from the bottom, um, the new membership system was introduced a couple of weeks ago. It was uh, green-lighted, basically. The community accepted it. So the idea is that we would have different kinds of membership levels for in individuals and companies, organizations, who can show their appreciation towards the Mautic project. Uh, and they can also 
contribute financially if they want to. And this whole contribution of financial or non-financial contribution will have a, uh, a form of membership. Uh, you can be a voting member who can participate into decision, which you don't have to. But if you want to, then uh, you can vote in future proposals. So that's the idea, basically. Yeah. Um, and I've heard feedback from people who got really confused by this whole concept of membership and, and voting and non-voting and paying and non-paying, etc. In my mind, if we simplify it, um, we should only look at the paying member. Mm -hmm. um, everybody else is still a community, community member too, but um, we want everybody to become an official member of the Mautic community Uh, quote unquote general general assembly, uh, which is connected to all the voting rights and so on. But but in the end, forget about all the vo voting. In my mind, mm -hmm. uh, I personally think everybody who is making a business around Mordic or is using Mordic for their business should be a Mordic member and chip in a little bit of money uh, be because uh, Mordic as a now free and independent uh, project does actually need some money, right? Right. So if, if you look around how do other open source projects work, very often what you see is, okay, project is open source, every contribution is welcome, but they have maybe their own uh, software as service offerings. They have, they have a main revenue stream. And Mautic is not following this path right now. So uh, just look at the developments with Mautic 5, thousands of lines of code, tens of thousands of lines of code, that basically the whole software was rewritten. Uh, uh, the, the, the under the hood completely changed. Um, it's a lot faster. It's a lot more reliable. Um, we have a software now that is covered uh, with, with uh, tests in a lot greater portion than it was two years ago. So it's not just reliable now, but The, during the development, it was ensured that in the future it stays like that too. And that's thousands of hours of work. And uh, this work is supported by people who are either paid by their own, com by their own company, mm -hmm. so a coder who works by, I don't know, Web Mechanic, for example, or Lightfire. <laughs> exactly. And, uh, yeah. and uh, they, they, they spend uh, their Fridays on uh, fixing bugs. That costs money to the company. And this is, we, we all benefit from this because all this code is pushed back into the community version so you can download it and use it. Or... Uh, design work is, has been done or the organization of conference uh, meetups and everything else that takes also money. So um, if you are well um, uh, well established into the Mautic community and you know people by names, like we also sometimes talk or we meet on conferences, uh, then it's a lot easy to contribute because you can just ask someone, hey, please, can you fix this bug for me or can you help me out with this? If you are a, a, a member who just starts to use Mautic or you have been using Mautic for a long time but you never really became a member of the community, how can you contribute? Like it's very rare that you can, that, that someone would say, okay, I would like to fix this bug today and sit down and fix that bug, like with any previous involvement into the community. But there is this way that you can say, you know what? One hour of my work is worth, I don't know, $20. I give monthly 10 bucks 
to Modic. And with that, I'm covering my contribution for now. I make money off Modic. Uh, I my livelihood depends on it. My livelihood depends on it. Uh, I give this to my clients. Uh, it's a free software which someone pays for, and that could be me. So everyone can chip in. It's like you know, you go to a party, you will bring some food, I guess, or some yeah, drinks, yeah, yeah. right? Yeah, good, good comparison. Uh, in my mind. I would not even decouple that and say you, you either do a code or other contribution or you pay some money to free yourself from, from all the other things. Uh, a, a good member would do both. And, and over time, you will get, hopefully everybody will get into that or many will get into that. But doing this very basic contribution, chipping in a little, little money every month or every year, um, that in my mind, should be an obligation, to, a moral obligation to everyone. Um, I would like to step back, though, and because you said, well, uh, others, other open source projects have some some mm -hmm. company backing it or, or uh, owning it and, and uh, selling services, etc. Mordic was like that for years. Right? That's mm -hmm. how Mordic gets started. Fair enough. And if we were so happy that eventually we were um, given autonomy. So uh, no, Mordic is now owned by the community, by ourselves. We are free to do what we want, but, but also responsible to, to uh, come up with an organization and, and a revenue stream and all. So money is, is in fact one point why we, why we need the members, but it's not the only one. Um, I think it's... it's um, We want our users and, and our service providers and so on to uh, feel part of Mordic and to express that feeling by being a member. We want to demonstrate that support to the outside, but also to everybody inside of the community. Of course, we also want to involve as many people as possible in, in decision-making processes, etc. But as you said uh, in the beginning, That's not a must. I know that many, many people don't care about all that and then just want a product that works and so on. Then that's fair enough. And uh, uh, again, that can change over time. But as a starting point, being a member, being a paying member, everybody should go to Open Source Collective slash Mordic and, and do that right now in my mind. Um, maybe we should talk a little bit about why does Mordic use money? What, what sort of money are we talking about and so on? Um, that's all transparent, but, but probably not common knowledge, right? Right. So uh, it's, uh, it's actually amazing that you can, you can check every single penny paid out and to whom it's paid out. It's uh, a little bit utopian. <laughs> <laughs> and also Ruth uh, uh, started to do the, the open startup reports. Yeah. which I would like to mention this, that Friendly is also an open startup. So we're following the, the same path, if I may self-advertise here a little bit. Very uh, cool. But um, so you can actually look in there and see how the company develops for me. It's like a, a cool free soap opera, you know, every month I'm checking out and seeing that, oh yeah, these numbers improved. That's what we spent my money on that's a pretty nice feeling mm. that you you see actually where your money goes and what it's spent on is infrastructure mostly and salaries of the people who directly contribute to the project and orchestrate 
every single uh, thing in the background. So you can see it, how much it costs, for example, to, to uh, um, host the website, the different services, what we use, how much we pay for payment, mm. uh, payment fulfillment, and so on. Yeah. Um, if I'm not mistaken, the, the, the website costs have gone down uh, dramatically now. Uh, we switched to, to Drop Solid, right? Right. And, I, and this is also, you can see, so there is, you can actually follow the, the efforts. That's what I'm saying. It's like a soap opera yeah. uh, that you can you can follow the efforts and the developments. Yeah. So full transparency, I would, I, uh, as I read the numbers and as I'm informed, the the best part of the, of the money goes to Ruth these days because she's the only employee of the project. We don't pay anybody else as of today. And of course, a, a monthly payment uh, to a full person is, is a lot of money compared to uh, 50 bucks here and there for infrastructure. The mm. other uh, thing that we did not yet mention is things like like uh, giving money back to other upstream projects uh, in an effort called Back to Your Stack. So we, we do actually donate a little bit of money to other projects that we use. We spend money on bug bounties, stuff like that. And um, if we look into the, what's it, gla gla glass ball? Is it? <laughs> so uh, pre <laughs> predict the future um, right. or, or look at uh, what we hope for in the future. I think we will be very happy if we can, can afford to, to, have, uh, to hire a second, maybe eventually a third person, maybe even part-time, over time. So personnel will be the biggest part of the cost um there will be other things like like supporting local communities in developing countries and all that um basically spending a little more on on marketing uh efforts on modic but as as we said it's all transparent we, we're currently talking about uh, i think two hundred thousand uh dollar per year which is uh, serious money and uh, it will hopefully go up but it will only go up if we also can can increase the revenue stream of the project um yeah so if you think of these 200k um if we are not able as a community to to raise that sort of money um then we will have to to Yeah, what would we do? Uh, cut back uh, first on, on, on Ruth, frankly, which will dramatically impact the project. Project, and over time, the question is: Will the project stay healthy? Will it stay independent if the community is not willing and able to bring in the money that that's needed? Um, so, I was thinking. I, I was thinking about this. If you bring up this, what 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 will be my opinion? Uh, regarding uh, worst case scenario, mm -hmm. of course, the worst case scenario is that we we don't have a project lead. And uh, I remember I, I, one of my favorite uh, programs when I was a kid was a uh, was a video was a performance by Danny Kay. He's an American comedian, and he was conducting the New York Philharmonics. Mm. Uh, but he's a comedian, and mm. it was hilarious. And at one point, he asked the question: Do we need a conductor? So there was the orchestra playing with him. And then at one point he left the room 
and the orchestra was <laughs> kept playing. Yeah. And then he came back and you could hear the difference. Yeah. So honestly, if you don't have a conductor, then we will play very bad music. Mm. So I think that a project does need a a, a full-time uh, responsible person. Mm. It's like, I would say it's like a country without the king, but, you know, we're living in no, European no, no, democracies, no. <laughs> most yeah. of us, but but it's really, you need someone who is responsible for the project. Yeah. And I would like to see it developing based on the way how it is now. Um, there is very few things we can come back on. I think that the 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 number what we are trying to collect here is not out of this world no. uh, i mean we know how many multi instances there are and if people understand that if this is your livelihood you can contribute back you can ensure that the project stays stays healthy as long as needed mm. um i think it's worth mentioning that, of course, we are, are looking at other revenue streams as well. Mm -hmm. We do have existing sponsors. We we hopefully have surplus from from uh, events like like the Mordic Conference. Um, we have this approach of uh, the the trial uh, provider giving back some money. Um, hopefully that's going to be live soon and, and so on and so forth. So, so no, this 200k definitely sounds a lot, but, but it's, it's, it's pretty solid and we, we are very optimistic to, to get there over time. That was something else that you said that I wanted to comment on, but like so many times I forget. <laughs> yeah. I want to comment on this trial provider. So that's yeah. that's an interesting thing because that's like mocking a situation if Marek would belong to a company who, who, who is like a SaaS provider. Mm -hmm. And uh, Friendly is also part of one of the bids. So I have no idea what's going on there. Uh, I'm not um, in the committee who decides the winner. Uh, but I know that every single... Uh, bidder for this project uh, had serious like they had absolutely no idea how much uh, potential business they can get from offering Mautic as the, the official Mautic provider. Just a little background for, for the listeners what this is. So when you come to the Mautic website, you can fill out, okay, I want to try Mautic for two weeks. You enter your data, an instance, a Mautic instance is created for you with your email and so on. You can try it out. And if you commit, then you can start paying to this SaaS provider. And that's what Mautic is, Mautic is trying to do as a, as, a, as a community that one of the, the already existing Mautic providers steps up and tries to take this official role. And that's, that's what you can bid for. Um, and we don't know simply what kind of business this could be also for Mautic how much money this means I guess in a couple months we will be uh, smarter um, the other revenue stream what we talked about before is official trainer that was also in the air I don't know if that's going to come to uh, uh, that's going to be created or not that's an interesting one and before we also mentioned that could be revenue stream, stream if we uh, take cuts from plugins, but that was ultimately no. refused for uh, very good reasons. Yeah, 
maybe in in years right. marketplace la la but but others have been there before and then gave up <laughs> so not bigger soap but we should uh, mention one uh, one more thing and that's the organizational membership so far right. we never really mentioned that um but refer to individual membership uh starting from 10 bucks or so per year um and organizational membership is something different as a Mordic service provider or as a company who is heavily using Mordic, mm -hmm. it is very much recommended that you should be an organizational member too. And yes, you may even have a vote or something. Uh, certainly not more voting rights than, than individual members. But um, you can choose from different tiers from community member to platinum whatever and uh that goes from i think twelve hundred dollars to twenty thousand or so i, I don't remember yeah. yeah but we can make one for 50 as well i mean it's if it's needed oh, yeah, 100 yeah, yeah. yeah. it's uh, <laughs> uh <polonium>. uranium <laughs> um yeah that, that's i think one of the most important things that that organizations should um, commit and and uh, give give serious money to the Mordic project and what they they get back mostly is not this voting right but but is uh, the the badge that they receive that they can put on on the stationery and website that uh, says a hey, Mordic gold par or gold member in that case and and also it's it's a uh, requirement for being a modic partner that, that you have the co co uh, financial contribution going on so that's uh definitely something for every modic service provider out there to look into that you do want the the membership badge if nothing else the 1200 bucks per year com community membership badge is something that should be on your website um uh, can I share some direct uh, experience about this? Because we are pretty often there mm -hmm. in this in this page, and sure. uh, and it's not for gaining clients through the Modic website, but mm -hmm. it is a game changer if you have a bid. Like if you can write in your bid for a for a for a project that yes, we are one of the members there. It's actually the 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 whole conversation stone is changing. They take because there's not so many. Yeah. So hang on, they hang on, hang on a second. I, I want to sort things a little bit. You're talking mm -hmm. about the the partnership, the community partner, right. right? Yeah, right. Okay, so let's not not mix it up. It's it's uh, close, but really, yeah, it's a bit different. <laughs> okay. Um, so we have this existing thing called the community partner. Uh, there, there's a listing on modic.com slash whatever partners. Um, and you can see which com which uh, companies out there, which organizations out there qualify as a partner. And financial contribution is a part of that qualification right. process, but not the only one. Um, membership is something that everybody, every organization can do right now just by by putting some money uh, in, in the box. Um, so, And you have this membership badge in tiers. Um, the other thing is a partner badge. There has been no partner badge in the past. Now there is a partner badge as well. Mm -hmm. So if you are like, like Friendly or like Leuchtfeuer, uh, you will now have a membership badge and a partner badge. Um, 
And the partner badge is the more valuable one. It's all also visually uh, more more dominant. Uh, so that's the one you want to have, and and being a member is is just a prerequisite for that. And I, I would agree with you that that um, some things come in through the website. Some people look at the website and may give you a call or whatever, and you don't even know. But but proactively talking about that partnership level is is a game changer, a game changer indeed. Right. Thank you for correcting me. Exactly. Yeah, yeah thank you. Sorry, but uh, I know it's You're confusing. You're right. You're right. Yeah. 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 Um, the technical thing, in the past, this financial contribution was achieved through sponsorship, either GitHub or Open Source Collective. Um, so we do, we do have existing partners who have not yet switched from sponsorship to, um, to membership. And I think that's okay. Going forward, we recommend everybody to use the membership path. Um, for individual persons, it's the same thing. Just keep in mind that, that the sponsorship doesn't, doesn't give you any voting rights. If you are interested in that, then, then you should switch over to, to membership or uh, just do both like we do. <laughs> um, let's talk about Big Mac Index. We want to... Um, explain what that is. Yeah, so I think that's a, that's a, uh, that's an evil plan to exclude uh, Iceland from this uh, from these contributions, basically because there is no McDonald's in Iceland Ooh. anymore. Oh, so um, right, so the Big Mac index is basically the price of Big Mac in every country. If you are living in a country where the you know the living standards are lower than in other countries then your big mac will cost less so it's a very good uh, comparison of income and disposable income and the big mac index fixes your your contribution needed to be to become a member like in switzerland for example you have to pay 30 percent more than you have to pay in central europe or something um so the Big Mac index helps us to be a little bit more fair. If you have less opportunity to make big money, then you have to pay less. If it's easier for you, then you pay a little bit more. So yeah. it's a great equalizer. Yeah. In reality, first of all, that, that only applies to individual membership. Yes. And uh, in reality, right now you can pretty much choose what you pay as an individual so you, you do the the calculation yourself and and many people do a little uplift even and then pay more than they have to so that's voluntary um and if you based on the big mac index uh if you say okay in our our country uh i, I can only afford 50 percent of what, what of the standard rate then then you enter the number and that's it that's how it works. Um, now, let's spend uh, two more minutes on on this voting thing. I, I already said that <laughs> that it should not be the number one motivation. If you care about that a lot, then and it is your number one number one motivation. Fair enough. Um, else, um, it's for some it's an afterthought. But we do have this this townhall.modic.org website now uh, what is it about so it's in beta right now as of the recording mm. and uh, 
that's a good way to for any uh, group of individuals to organize themselves individuals or companies as far as i know it's coming from uh from the government sector this this whole concept the city of barcelona is using it as far as i remember yeah. uh, and um it's a way to uh for members to uh organize themselves vote on projects propose projects track projects uh deal with expenses uh incomes and so on so it's basically it's like a online democracy tool yeah uh what Mautic would like to use yeah um obviously we don't have a a, a real uh standalone ngo at this point uh, so no non-government organization no 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 Mautic association uh legally we are we are part of open source collective at this point so we were using that for our own uh means and um we do have this voting and, and decision making making etc of course and uh the the will later this year there will be our first real general assembly online i would suppose um and all those things uh like like um invitation to the GA and, and uh, agenda and, and uh, requests and, and RFPs or whatever um, is all handled in this town hall and, and we're experimenting heavily what else is, is handled on the town hall um, of course we want a cl clear line over time to other things li like uh, product discussion or community things etc uh, so that's not easy really but, but the, the 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 point is that that we want to be fully transparent and all this this meta stuff should be on the, on the town hall website uh, and hopefully much clearer and easier to to approach over time well we we are asking people to give money so a great effort is going into transparency mm. right now and i think it's a it's a very good direction uh, and uh, i want to see Maltic where you have multiple proposals per month and people can express their opinion uh, and uh, i remember a couple months ago we looked at how uh, drupal is doing their projects yeah. and they are years ahead of us but it's a great example and we can walk we, if we can work into that direction then it's a very very good path for Monik. Yeah, and uh, finally, I, I now recall the thing that I forgot earlier that I wanted to bring up. Um, you said that, that you had this uh, orchestration example, right? Right. Um, it was a project lead. Um, I I want to be very open here. We we can be incredibly happy that we have Ruth. I, I'm not sure I ever said that, but she she is just tremendous. She she is a technical wizard. She's an organizational wizard. She's she's communicational wizard she's spending so much time and energy with such a lot of experience if she was gone gone or was not there we would have a really really hard time to find a, a halfway doable replacement so so it's not just some person and some some uh random job uh, opening uh we we can be extremely happy i'm not sure how people feel about paying a person for the project but it's it's to completely 
uh, invaluable. It's it's uh, I can't really yeah. She's say the it in she's English. the glue, right? She's the yeah, glue. I think totally, yeah, was yeah. this whole thing together, yeah. right? And even more important, it is that that over time we, we come to an organization and staff that 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 does not uh, let the entire project um, rely on the, the, the on on the fate of, of one person. <laughs> yeah. But, but right now we we don't have money to to pay a big staff, and we don't want to. We are an open source project, but but even an open source project needs a person like that, and and that's awesome. Yeah. So lo long story short, if you have not done it before, you should go right now. Don't wait no longer. G go to opencollective.com slash Mautic and become an individual member of the Mautic project, of the Mautic GA, whatever. Um, and uh, definitely in your organization, start the discussion of becoming an organizational member as well. We Mautic needs you. You need Mordic. You want Mordic to to stay around, stay, stay healthy, stay independent. Please, please do your part. Or as Joey says it, here you go. <laughs> exactly. So your small contribution can make a huge difference for Mordic. So please go over to the website. You will find it in the show notes. Yeah, exactly. Show notes, good, good thing. Uh, rather than me. Uh, spelling the, the URL, just go to, to go to the show notes, click it right now, do it. Okay, thank you, Joey, for your time. Um, I think next time we're gonna do something real marketing again, but but I feel this was really important, and um, I hope I hope everybody will take it to heart. Thank Thanks. you for doing this. I had fun. See you. Bye. Bye bye. Okay. Um, It was it was longer, right? Yeah, <laughs> and so many topics. Long. And uh, there's one thing that we failed to address, and the, the discussion came up over lunch here last week, I think. Huh? Um, and that that was uh, it's it's okay if or it's completely natural that that a company an organization would be organi organizational member. Mm -hmm. It's also a no-brainer that say a freelancer would be a modic member yeah but if you are an employee in a company what's your motivation why would you be a member um i mean un unless you're you're a a member based on on contribution you can always be a member based on your contribution on, on your like like work yeah. not on not on financial contribution um would anyone Pay money if, if you're employed and then uh, memoric is basically your, your job. Um, mm. So we discussed that in the team, uh, but did not really come to an outcome. Mm, not not so, really. Like yeah. there, there's no final answer to that. I mean, maybe some people are motivated to spend the extra, I think it's 100 bucks a year. Yeah, that's a, the start, basically the, the, the default. Yeah. And uh, maybe it's worth explaining it again. Uh, it it can be lowered based on on the burger famous, burger in famous Big Mac. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no name Big Mac, <laughs> uh, no name burger. Um, and that's really up to you to do the calculations. And and of course, it's appreciated if you go for two hundred rather than one hundred or even more. And and people are actually doing that. And it's still not a lot of money. If people do that as their profession yeah um but but for, honestly my thinking is is maybe a, a service modic service company like we are mm -hmm. should 
pay the membership for their employees. Um, for I mean, as a as a company, again, we are. It's in our best interest to see yeah. big numbers in membership. No, not yeah. and, and, and totally to understand that. And uh, to pay another hundred bucks a year to to make one one of our team members a a Mautic member. Yeah. Uh, yeah. After discussing it all the time, I think we we will just do that. And uh, I I sure hope that many organizations will go this way and even even um clients like like um yeah not, not <laughs> <laughs> mention any names but but yeah. our clients would they be an organization member member would would the persons involved be a personal member individual member would the organizations pay them um we need more we, we need a lot of members so whatever your angle is please please find a way to to be a member organization it's a win-win situation yeah yeah Yeah. it's important really yeah okay we put a link a lot of links into the (laughs) show notes uh joey mentioned some we will add the thing how to be a member by contribution yeah joey also mentioned the open startup thing Mm -hmm. and uh, we put a link to the latest reports by mordic in the show notes there's another report yeah, there's another report. Uh, it's called "Becoming an Independent Open Source Project: The 90 Day Update, 90 Days Update," and it's basically a reflection about how the community evolved in the last 90 days since becoming independent. And it's a very good read. I suggest everybody who's interested in the topic, yeah. and a lot of people should be, because it resolves about the health of the modern community. Um, should go out and read it. And yeah, it's a yeah. I would say once in a lifetime for a project like ours. Yeah, it is. And um, it's it's pretty rare. I think we're doing pretty advanced things with the Mautic Open Source Project. Oh, too. yeah. Um, and it, frankly, it is also for the outside. Other open source projects are watching this as well. Mm-hmm. But if you're a Mautic, Mautic member <laughs> or a Mautic, if you're using Mautic, consider yourself a community member, then it should be also interesting for you. Yeah. Yeah, and then um, maybe last but not least, um, the, the other thing that Joey mentioned was the trial provider mm-hmm. um, approach. We just did discuss this in the last Modicast yep. episode. Um, the RFP is over. The, the negotiations have been done. I think all I can say so far is that we are in, in the final phases. Um Hopefully, have a, a solution for everything, an agreement, and and yep. are able to publish the solution, but also to go live really soon with yep. with the free trial, uh, free trial somatic. So so finally, everybody can get his own unbranded personal modic for a limited while, uh, pretty much immediately. Yeah, that's and a that's big, big step, big win uh, for modic. Yeah, there you go. Um, what else? I think that's it. Very action-packed episode. Nice yep. and long interview. Hmm. I've, I've had a blast recording. Okay. Um, then let's wrap it up. Uh, thank you, everybody, for listening. Like always, come up with more ideas for 
for topics, even for interviews or yep, case studies. Uh, more importantly, if there's anything we should change that you would like to hear from us or would like us to stop doing, do let us know by all means. Yeah, please. Feedback is very welcomed. Yeah, and you will find a channel. Yeah. Okay. Thanks, everybody. Take care. Bye-bye. Bye. -bye. Bye.